Good morning and welcome to day two of uh, our Bible reading plan. And today I'm going to be going over uh, Romans 8. It's a really packed chapter with a lot of good stuff. So uh, before I even go into it, I'd like to just uh, give you a little bit of uh, context and go back into uh, Romans 7. So uh, towards the uh, end of Romans 7, it's the, uh, the famous verse that Paul speaks and he talks about, I do not do what I want to do, but I do the very thing I hate to do. Uh, now, if I do what I do, do not want, I agree with the law that is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. So he's got this internal battle where he knows what he should do, but it's very difficult for him to do it. And he knows what he shouldn't do, but it's really easy for him to do it. Uh, then he ends it uh, in uh, verse 24 and he says, wretched man that I am, uh, who will deliver me from this body of death? So he ends the chapter talking about how wretched uh, this, sin, this sinful body that he has is. Um, and then we go into Romans 8. And Romans 8 can be called the uh, Christian Declaration of Freedom uh, because it really is where we, we talk about some freedoms. Um, and it starts right at the beginning. If you look at verses 1 through 4, uh, it talks about you have freedom from judgment and that we have no condemnation. Starting in verse 1, uh, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. So Jesus came um, because the law wasn't working. Uh, the, that outside, inside morality just wasn't cutting it. So Jesus came and with, the, uh, with what he did, he, he changed the game. Um, we became... Uh, we were driven to do the right things, not because, okay, these are the things that I have to do to be right, but it's because we're changed and we become something else and we do those uh, because we want to out of the desire and the love that we have for our Creator and our, uh, and our Savior, Jesus. So that's the first part of it. There's the freedom from judgment and no condemnation. And let me just say a little bit about condemnation. Condemnation comes from the enemy and condemnation is something that draws you away from God because of the shame and guilt that it gives you. And um, conviction is something that's very different. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And it's that, uh, that pushing you on saying, you can do better than that. And it draws you closer to Christ. So there's a very big difference between the two. Um, so the next piece of Romans, uh, which is verses five through 17, uh, they, they talk to the freedom that we have from defeat and how the obligation that we had to our sinful nature is gone. So uh, I'll read you verse five. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. Uh, so what Paul had talked about, being a slave to his flesh, is resolved by the spirit of God that lives within us upon salvation. Uh, does that mean we're not going to sin? Mm, no. Does that mean uh, we're going to do everything right all the time? No. But it does mean that we have a helper inside of us that can help us uh, in this walk uh, as much as we allow him to help us. So another verse that I want to read uh, here is going to be First uh, 14. And I love this verse because it really speaks to what our identity is. And that is, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. 
you are a son of God, you are a daughter of God. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are a son or daughter of God. And there, and that, to me, is a foundational aspect of my identity, and it supersedes anything that I could ever do. I love my wife, and I want to be the best husband I can to her, but before that, I'm a son of God. Um, I, I enjoy what I get to do for the church, uh, but before that, I'm a son of God. Uh, the next piece of this Freedom Declaration uh, for us is from verses 18 to 30. And this is freedom from discouragement. And I'm going to read you just a couple of verses here. Um, all of us have been in those moments where things are hard and we just don't know what to pray. You may be going through that moment right now with everything that's going on in this country and how divided we feel. Uh, but in those times, we are not alone. And when we're most frustrated, we need to give it all to God. And verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And then I also want to read uh, verse 28. And it says, And we know that for those who love God, all things, not some things, but all things work for good, work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So that was the third freedom. The first freedom was a freedom from judgment. The second freedom was a freedom from defeat. And thirdly, a freedom from discouragement. And now uh, we go to the next one, which is a freedom from fear. And that we will never be separated from our Father. Um, and the first part of that is, you know, and, and these are from verses 31 through 39. And I'm just going to go into these really, really quickly. Um, God is for you. Verse 31, if God, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who did not even spare his own son? Verse 32, Christ died for us. Christ died for you. Verse 33, God has justified you. And then verse 34, Christ is in heaven at the right hand of God, interceding on your behalf. And that's an amazing thing. Uh, 35 through 39 speaks to how God loves us. And I'll just read that because it is so powerful. And there's no words that I could say that could ever replace. Uh, well, there's no words I could ever say to replace any of this, but especially these verses. Um, and I'm starting at verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as a sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. No matter what you're going through, it cannot separate you from the love of God. Hold on to those truths and just hold on to these freedoms that we have, uh, that you're free from judgment, that you don't have to live in condemnation, that you're free from, from uh, defeat. You don't have to live in that sinful nature that we were all born with.
that you're free, free from discouragement and you don't have to be frustrated. You can give it to God. And that you're free from fear because whatever happens, in the end, we win. And we get to spend all of eternity with God. Um, hopefully that was helpful. And uh, I would love to pray with you guys right now. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for your holy word. Lord, we submit to you right now. We submit our minds. We submit our bodies. We submit our actions. We submit our words. Father, as we spend this month in your word, just allow us to just dig deep. Lord, I thank you for the freedom that we have through Christ Jesus, that we are no longer a slave to this sinful body that we have. Father, that we do not have to feel condemnation anymore, that we are free from defeat, that we are free from discouragement, that we can rest in you and find peace in you no matter the situation. And most of all, Father, that we are free from fear because we know in the end we win. No matter how dark it seems right now, no matter how much despair we feel, our feelings can lie, but in the end we win because nothing will separate us from your love, nothing. Father, let each one of us understand more than anything our true identity, that as believers, we are joint heirs with Christ and we are sons and daughters of a living God. Let that truth resonate deep in our souls and our spirits. Father, we thank you and we love you and we just give you this day. Be with us in the precious and mighty name of Jesus we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today and uh, have a great day.